that's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you have not done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. James, how's it going today, and have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. It's going well today, but I have I have not. I have not oh. done my weekly review. <laughs> well, I have done my weekly meow. I would like to get a meow sound effect now, so I can just play that, and like, it will go like, meow, and it, you'll know. I'm I'm starting to love the the advantages of calling this system something so kind of different and not really related <laughs> to what it is because uh I started uh tagging stuff in my drafts app, you know, in my drafts yes, archive yes. and I created a workspace, a meow workspace and I initially I called it meow, but then when I saw how the interface handles workspaces, I realized it would be better if it was just one little uh, emoji, and for I'll be able to remember it if it's a little cat, smiling cat emoji. So that's what I did, and I thought that's great because I I know now that cat means uh, productivity for me. <laughs> So that's the state of meow today. Okay, excellent. And I'm ready to move on, if you are, to our weekly to-dos. Um, sure. The weekly to-do, yeah, the weekly to-do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to-do. Well, James, do you remember what your weekly to-do was, and did you do it? Fence, I, I just feel so uh, – I know it's a judgment-free zone, but I feel uh, so unprepared. No, I did <laughs> not do my weekly to – I feel <laughs> – no, the dog ate my homework. Um, the I, I did not get that email out. I don't know why I'm blocking on it. Um, it's one of those things where it's not even that hard to do. It's just for some reason it uh, seems to be in red hot poker mode. Yeah. For me. Um, what was the email? It's just to ask the fencing person who originally did my fence to come make a repair. That's oh, all. okay. Okay. It's like not a big deal. No. And but- I took some pictures, and it's just it should just be like. Hey, can you come out and <laughs> fix my fence? <laughs> um, um, but I don't know. For some reason, it's just not been. Uh, it's you ever get things where they just for some reason they don't feel right at that moment. Yes, that's, all the time. That's what it is, and it's it it's kind of it's it's not the fence guy. It's not the fence. <laughs> It's not any, it's me, mm. but I don't know. It's, uh, I don't know what it is. Uh, my astronomer 
my astrologer says, you know, the <laughs> Jupiter needs to. No, I, I have no idea what what the deal is, but um, I, for some reason, it's just been something I've. Been it's really interesting. For no good yeah. reason, and this is a particularly weird one. Yeah, because <clears throat> it's not hard. You have all the pieces, but it also I'm sort of fascinated that it has to do with a fence, and fences are, you know. They're very symbolic, too. <laughs> so maybe you don't want to be fenced in, James. Maybe, but, I mean, <laughs> it's not like I want to, like, sneak into my neighbor's yard and, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I'd prefer it be fixed myself, too. Yeah. So, um, anyway, um, that's, well. that's, that's where that to-do is, so... We'll throw it back on the on the weekly to do pile. Okay. Um, it's it, no meow, no woof, no tweet, no nothing. <laughs> just I gotta. I just and the funny thing is, right? I've I've actually found the previous emails from this person. I have like there's an extra window that's up in mail that is like the double clicked email that I had contacted them a while ago. No, no excuse. No, but that's okay. Odd human behavior. Odd human behavior is what this podcast is all about. I would say. I'm going to blame it on uh, I, I, I. When I went in for my uh, checkup, I did get a, a shingles vaccine. Oh and, yes, and it hurt the dickens out of my arm. Ouch! Like so, oh. Different vaccines yeah. give you different results, but for some reason that that one just especially the very next that night and the very next day my my arm was incredibly sore. Like to roll Ouch. over onto it was like ouch. Uh, yeah. Like and I usually don't need to take like, you know, an Advil or something afterwards, but I definitely took took uh I think a couple Advil after um just to get rid of the pain that first day. So I'm going to blame that. I th honestly, you know, when I did the I did the shingles vaccine last 2 years ago and including <laughs> I got it like the day before we basically said okay, we're in lockdown, but I had pretty much decided I shouldn't go out cuz I felt terrible and I th I thought it's probably the vaccine, but you know, I don't want to that the shingles vaccine, not the COVID one, because that wasn't around yet. But man, it knocked me on my butt both times. Uh, so I, but I'm very glad you got it because that is not a, a disease or whatever condition that you want to mess around with. I had a couple of friends, more than a couple, you know, in my age group who who had them and. It, they were miserable, and I was like, "I am definitely getting that shot." <laughs> so, so good, good job, and and public service announcement to our listeners who check into whether you're at, in the age group that should get the shingles vaccine. Because, what the heck, <laughs> you've been getting vaccines all the time now. <laughs> That's right, and I and I finally am on the schedule to get a my second booster oh, good. for COVID. So um, good. another sore arm in the future. 
Uh, well, I don't remember uh, setting a weekly to-do last week because when I look at my notes, mine says global entry and I had been to my global entry interview. I've talked about global entry ad infinitum on this podcast, I know, but since that's what's in my notes, I'm just going to say, yes, I got the card. Uh, the global entry card came in the mail. Interestingly enough, it expires um, in 2026. So it's five years from the date it was supposed to expire, not five years from now. So I was a little bit miffed that <laughs> I have to deal with it again. But in our policy of taking care of long-term or whatever, you know, what's the word? The tasks that have long intervals, I put it in my calendar um, for 2025 to start looking into renewing it. So, so there I have something on my task list in 2025. With a cat next to it. <laughs> Nice. And uh, I actually also received my global entry card in the mail. Um, and so now I'm ready to global exit so I can global entry on my way back. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, it would be nice to travel. Um, but um, not, I have nothing big planned in the foreseeable future, and that's okay. And in fact, I have been reading a book I wanted to talk about that as we're talking about like things that we haven't done during the pandemic years. And um, I, I started to realize like, yeah, no wonder this book resonated so much with me. It's a, a nonfiction book called Wintering um, by Catherine May. And I'll put a link in the show notes to it. And I I went to a, a writing workshop, and she was one of the the uh, workshop leaders. And I was just impressed with her. And I wanted to read her book, or actually, I listened to it um, as an audio book. It's a memoir that is is centered around um, winter, the the season of winter, whether you know, actual season of winter or metaphorical winter. Um, and it was really, really interesting. She, um, It's a good book to read if you are feeling like you're not up to your, um, you know, you're not 100% in your energy or your enthusiasm or your optimism. You're feeling like you all you want to do is curl up and, um, you know, sit on the couch and watch YouTube or whatever. Uh, this uh, this book will actually make you feel a lot better about doing stuff like that because she talks about how you know there's seasons for things and um, winter the winter season is when we regroup and you know when nature regroups and it would be weird if it was summer all the time outside, right? Absolutely. I mean, it, so, so it's also would be weird if you always felt like, you know, sunshine and happiness and light all the time as well. So 
But now thinking about pandemic, you know, we've had two years of that, where even though technically we've had um, meteorological seasons or whatever, you know, the seasons were out there. um, But we certainly during that first year mostly behaved like it was winter time (laughs) and we didn't leave the house and we, you know, we had our comfort food and our comfort TV and our comfort books and things like that. And so I think that, um, you know, it just was eye opening to me to think about it this way, to think about the fact that you, you know, you, you will go through these periods where um, you would do yourself harm to try to live up to your ideal of say productivity and um, progress and and creativity um, if when what you really need is a break <laughs> so so I recommend it James even I actually think it's interesting to read it now now that summer is practically here because um, it makes me look forward to the next winter oh excellent that's a that's a great thing, and yeah, there is it. Um, I think there, there definitely is kind of this notion of seasons that we get away from, right? Um, mm-hmm. As uh, you know, in modern life, we just assume everything happens all the time, um, and so yeah, it's uh, definitely. Um, my dad growing up on like a rural farm where mm-hmm. you know you like there what you have to plant you you have to plant things at a certain time you have to harvest things at a certain time you have to prepare things and preserve them so that they last you through the winter because you're not getting mm-hmm. any new stuff until the next spring and so um, like literally the you know in fishing and what have you they would cure like they would salt cure mm-hmm. fish and you know uh because each season kind of has its own set of things that you you know that's going on kind of on the planet in the environment right and that you need to adjust to you know to be part of that um Whereas we don't exactly do that these days, except, you know, we go shopping for Christmas and holiday gifts and, you know, Mm -hmm. there's kind of some semblance of it, but generally, um, it's, it's not quite as tied. Um, and we do get this sense of like, oh, you should be productive all the time. Um, or, um, although, I mean, I think, for me, it's more like you should be living your life the whole time, mm-hmm. um, and productivity is a part of that, but it's not all of it, right? I, mean, I think we've Mm-mm. said that a number of times over the course of the show that the the reason we keep these, you know, this trusted system, the reason we have is just so that we actually – things don't fall through the cracks so we don't have kind of disastrous – 
things happen because we weren't on top of things, which allows us, theoretically, to enjoy time doing the things we enjoy and want to do. Um, and, yeah, I think you're right that, uh, for me, it's kind of like the lockdown and COVID, in a sense, felt like a long winter. Mm-hmm. Like, even, like, it, it almost like, you know, that notion of, you know, in the, you're in that snowed-in cabin up in the woods somewhere. And, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know, one of the things that um, got me thinking was that it feels like fast to me that June 1st is right around the corner. <laughs> so... Um, if you know when we put this this episode out by the you know it it'll be the next week will be will be into June, which June is I don't care about the solstice. I do. It's not that I don't care about the solstice, but I don't. I think of the summer starting, you know, in June, and that all of June, not just June twenty first, is a summer. Um, holiday, and I, I'm certainly seeing signs of summer holidaying going, you know, around um, kids getting out of college and coming home, you know, friends of mine. And also, I was at the coast this week, and uh, there was a big bunch of college students, um, you know, who'd set up like a bonfire on the beach. And I thought, hey, I bet they've finished classes, and now they're having a little break um yep and i was down at uh disneyland for a couple of days and there was a grad night so oh grad night (laughs) yep we had grad night when i was in high school in florida that was definitely part of the the season (laughs) um but yeah i think um that's I want to start thinking about, now that I've read this book about wintering, um, I also want to be thinking about, well, what does summering mean to me? Because there's, um, I, I'm not a farmer, so I don't need to uh, tend to any crops uh, whatsoever, except some some a few spice, not spices, herbs that I bought that are on my back, uh, on my balcony. Um, and they probably won't last <laughs> the whole summer because I'm not good at that kind of thing. But, um, you know, it, I think it's important to have fun in the summer as well because you can be outside and do th- things that you might not do, especially here in Oregon. Um, we'll have some month, a couple of months, you know, where really outdoor weather. I mean, we consider it outdoor weather, even when it's cold and rainy, but realistically, um, it's just more fun if it, if you don't have to wear a bunch of rain gear and get cold and wet. Um, sorry to people who like that, <laughs> but I, I still enjoy not getting wet, um, if possible in my outdoor activities. And yeah, so um, I'm going to be giving that some thought. Like, what what does summering mean to me? Um, I mean, there was my kid expectations of summer, which is no school, <laughs> summer Yay! camp. Yay! 
Um, and when I worked in New York City, um, we often got some kind of break uh, from our employers for Fridays. They called them, you know, uh, summer Fridays or whatever. So depending on how generous the employer was, you might get a half a day every Friday um, off so you could leave work early and go out to the coast, you know, or the, whatever, the beach uh, or the shore, as they say, as you know, in New Jersey. But um, yeah, so that was pretty cool too, that feeling of like, well, we get this time and now we basically use it to get on a bus to go to Long Island, to go to Fire Island, to whatever, back in the day. Um, as a non-employed person who makes her own schedule, I think I'd want to give some thought to, you know, what would summer hours, as we we also called it summer hours, what would that mean for me this summer? And uh, are there any summer goals I have? I Actually, there is one, and I will talk about it some other time, but there's this hike around Portland I've been meaning to do, and uh, I think it will happen for me this summer. So, um, But yeah, things like that that really are summertime activities. Is there anything on your list for this summer? Well, um, I've... Except for the last three years, um, visiting Canada has been definitely a summertime mm-hmm. activity. Um, yeah. And that also is something that we, we did not every summer, but fairly regularly um, as a kid growing up would be going up either mm-hmm. to New Brunswick, Canada, um, where I'll be going uh, later this summer, or um, – Sometimes we would just head up to Maine where a number of my uh, dad's sisters, my aunts, uh, had, uh, excuse me, had settled. So kind of spending time, uh, in the, the, the Northeast, um, of the U.S. or Canada, um, Mm -hmm. were definitely some very summertime activities. Uh, going down the shore was definitely one, um, Let's see what else. Well, my my hometown uh, of Milltown had, and I think still has, like a fantastic Fourth uh, of July Independence Day celebration, mm-hmm. um, where it's a small town, um, but it, every year there is, you know, a, a a big there'd be a parade. The parade would like go through town and end up kind of at the borough park. Where the volunteer fire uh, fire companies would be all set up with free hot dogs and birch beer for the kids and real beer for the adults, um, and then so it's like lines all over the place for you know, <laughs> um, but you know people came from miles around, um, and then fireworks uh, and it was it's kind of like for such a small town I don't know it was probably like. Fifty percent of the yearly budget. Um, I don't know if that's true, but I mean, it was it was definitely uh, it was kind of like the biggest deal in town. Like in in Milltown uh, was our Fourth of July celebration. Um, so that's something that I always think about every year, and that was a lot of fun growing up. 
and definitely a big part of summer. That's true. I definitely remember that feeling in Miami as well. Just we'd go to my grandmother's house, the local community park or whatever, they would be doing a firework show and we'd have little folding chairs, take them out actually in front of her house so we could see them. Anyway, I'm looking forward to it, to a season change, but I also want to be more, I don't know, like since this is the first year since the last two years where we're really vaccinated (laughs) right? and we might do things, I want to make sure, you know, I I remember the things that I am out of practice doing in the summer, (laughs) like hanging out, you know, making plans with other people plans that don't involve, you know, risk factors of, of of getting COVID, of course, but but seeing other people, I definitely have done a, started to do more of that. And I'm looking forward to that because in the summer, you get to be outdoors. So that is outdoors true. It's a big bonus now that we know how the virus is spread. So anyway, so I, I just wanted to say, Yes, a book about wintering got me thinking about summer and also the fact that summer is right around the corner. So is there anything else we should talk about today? Uh, no, I think that uh, that's a lovely episode. All right, then I think we can wrap up and get back to getting things done. Listeners, if you have any productivity tips for the upcoming season or plans for the season that don't involve being productive at all, why don't you let us know about them? You can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm. On micro.blog and Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can email us at hello at theweeklyreview.fm. It would be great if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us, and it just makes us glad to hear from you. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. You got some things you want to get done And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun There's a lot of things you gotta do You'll think about them all in the Weekly Review The Weekly Review, yeah, the Weekly Review Sitting down, it's all coming The we-